Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest that I had on in the past, and I like them so much I had to bring them on back. So today's guest is Nick Leibert, and he's founder and CEO over at Exit Strategy Realty. Uh, Nick, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you, Adam. It's an honor to be on again and to catch up with you. Oh, man, I cannot keep up with you. You win too many awards. I'm always on Instagram, and I'm like, wait a minute. They gave this guy another magazine, another award. What's he doing? Um, oh, and so that, my gosh. <laughs> You're, I think too that's You're too kind. You're too kind. No, I'm, I'm too accurate. I'm not being kind. So I think that's going to fit well into some of our, uh, some of our uh, discussion today, which is uh, talking about time management and how to manage um, a lot of things coming your way, which you do well. Um, but before we do that, Nick, I don't want to assume that we have a lot of new listeners so I don't want to assume they caught your first episode. Uh, so first, start off just by talking a little bit more about what you're doing over at Exit Strategy Realty. Sure. Well, we are a real estate brokerage in Chicago. We service the city, the suburbs, from the shoreline to the skyline, and pretty much everything in between, all the suburbs. And, uh, you know, we've been growing exponentially over the last uh, decade. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary as a brokerage. Uh, woo 10 years. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited. Uh, we started with eight agents at the absolute bottom of the market. I opened on October 29, 2009, which was right about the bottom of the stock market and the real estate market bottomed out, uh, you know, the next two years. So it was a really interesting time to be starting a business. We learned a lot at the beginning. We opened with eight agents and we had so little resources. It was really a surprise to me that anybody wanted to come work with us. But <laughs> they did. Uh, I think they saw some things as far as the way we treated our agents, uh, the way we empower them, and the way we were educating consumers. And so that over the years has really become our focus. And I think the last time we talked, we were really just getting into some of the systems and structures that I've been coached on by industry leaders. Uh, I've had some really wonderful coaches. and. I've made, quite frankly, a lot of dumb mistakes along the way that I want to make sure that other entrepreneurs don't do and save them a lot of time, hassle, and heartache and, and money out of the bank accounts uh, that I uh, learned the hard way. So, uh, you know, since the last time we talked, I've really focused in a couple key areas, and hopefully we'll have time to go over those areas today. And we, we shall. Um, let's, uh, before we get into that, though, just so that the people listening are, uh, know and they know whether or not it's a good fit to uh, follow up with you afterwards, um, what kind of clients do you work with? What do you prefer? Um, give us a little bit more on that and on what's a good fit for, uh, for, for your practice. So Exit Strategy is all different kinds of real estate, residential, commercial, investment, uh, all of the above. We do leasing. We're, we're full-service sales, leasing, and investments. But uh, I particularly focus on a couple of key areas. I focus with a lot of first-time buyers. Uh, I then focus on tremendous seller marketing. So we have really effective systems to get properties sold, uh, get exposed to more buyers, and potentially get a higher sales price than the average agent. Um, I focus also on education of consumers in terms of not just buying a property, one place to live in, but to follow that rich dad, poor dad philosophy of getting out of the rat race, 
building a business, uh, multiple sources of income for yourself beyond your nine to five job. So, you know, it's a huge task. We are excited to be continuing with it uh, in 2020 and beyond. We've got some big, big plans and uh, it, it's going to take a lot of systems to keep those things moving. And that is what we are here for is to really share what we're doing, hopefully get some other real estate agents and entrepreneurs on board with that mission and uh, just spread the good word. That's awesome. All right, let's uh, let's mix it up a bit, Nick. Um, oh, and then area, uh, areas, Greater Chicago area, yes. Yes, Chicago and the suburbs. So Northern Illinois, huge land of opportunity. You know, the land of Lincoln, but these days it's the land of kind of a resurgence. Um, we've got a new mayor in the city of Chicago. We have a lot of energy, uh, just a lot of new opportunity coming in, new money. Um, and just a, a lot of vision uh, for the future, and that is going to signal uh, investment in real estate. And we're already starting to see that in areas that have historically been overlooked, the city's south side, the city's west side, places that have been neglected for a long time. Um, we opened our second office uh, this year in the city of Chicago. Uh, actually, last year now, uh, we opened our office on the south side of Chicago, we see a lot of opportunity for growth well beyond just the Obama Library and Amazon and things like that coming in. There are major players looking at the south side of Chicago going, wow, we can get a lot for our money. There's a wonderful workforce here that's eager. And uh, just again, to, you know, I use the word opportunity uh, to describe what's going on in the market. And right here, there are roof at exit. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up. So I do want to, something that you wrote as a proposed topic that just hit home and I was like, oh, if there's a person out there that I want to hear their opinion on, um, it's definitely Nick on this because I've watched you and I've watched your growth. Um, and so let's talk about doing a few things well and what that's meant to you in your career. Well, I, you know, again, I always come from here are the things that I did wrong. And I jumped into real estate in college. And, uh, you know, at the beginning I was going to be a jack of all trades. I was going to do it all. Uh, you know, I was, I was writing mortgages at the time as well. You were allowed to do that at, the, at that point. I wanted to get my insurance license. I was just going to do everything and be a one-stop shop. And very quickly I realized that you couldn't be a one-stop shop, a jack-of-all-trades, and, and essentially a master of none. Uh, so I got focused in real estate sales, really honing that uh, over the first decade of my career. And then I started writing down and blogging what I learned and sharing that with real estate agents. But along the way, I got into real estate flipping um, as a side business. I learned very quickly that you couldn't flip three and four houses at once. I, my appetite, my eyes were bigger than my brain or my pocketbook, and a lot of other real estate investors got into that as well. They saw money, but they didn't realize the time involved in order to mm. make that money. And so I got in way over my head on the flips, and uh, the last couple of years, really learned some, some bold and powerful lessons about focusing on a few key areas. And quite frankly, you can't take advantage of every opportunity. You've got to focus on where you are most effective. And so one of the things that I did was I took a look at where I was spending my time and realizing I was all over the map. I was driving, you know, an hour and a half, two hours to get to certain opportunities when I really hadn't fully leveraged the existing opportunity and audience and, um, real estate right near me. So I cut back on that. I realized that a lot of what I did where I'd be speaking at an event and I'd say the same thing I said somewhere else. I'm like, I got to write this stuff down. I've got to <laughs> leverage uh, the technology that's out there so that I can mm -hmm. share with more people. I just got over the last two and three years smarter about the way that I spend my time, 
I've cut out some things that were not productive. I have referred out business that was just out, quite frankly, of my natural comfort zone or area. And I've really also looked at systems to make myself more efficient. And one of those systems, Adam, I'd love to talk about today is time management. Um, I read a book since the last time we talked about, called The Miracle Morning, and it just has totally changed the outlook on how I spend my days, what I do in those days, and uh, what, what my outlook is for the future. And it's amazing. And I, I completely agree with you on this focusing. And it's been something that I've struggled with. And I don't care what business we're in. Um, it's, it's, it's a struggle. So finally, after years of being in this business, I um, are going on three years now. I, myself and my team, we came up to two very sing, well, two objectives, two main goals to make sure that that's where my time is spent. Because I'm the, I'm the bottleneck here, obviously. Um, but that being said, it, number one, we want to be the number one business podcast. Number two, we want to be the number one source for co-authored books. Anything else that do not contribute to those two goals, my time's not spent on. And if we don't have somebody else in the organization now that it makes sense for, then it just doesn't. We have to pass on the opportunity. Anything that does not contribute to those two things. And it's very interesting how how many things you can weed out and how quickly you can do it once you have a very clear objective. I mean, crystal clear, laser focus on your goal, then um, it really just you get more productive and things that the thing that you are focusing on and working on gets way bigger, way quicker. It's amazing. It's like a, it's like magic. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Our numbers every week on, on all of these metrics are now like record numbers week after week. And it's like, whoa, okay, why? Because we're focusing on it. I love it. It's awesome. Some news, Nick. And um, all right, let, let's get into time management. So let, let's just jump right in there. So what does that meant for you? Well, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, and I was studying some people that just seemed to get more done, and I realized that they were doing things much earlier in the day than I was, that I was not time-blocking the way that I should. I would get up at a reasonable hour. I used to way, way back in the day, um, you know, I'd sleep in late like a lot of real estate agents do, a lot of entrepreneurs, and uh, I get up, and then I had a clear focus on what I needed to do, but very quickly, life got in the way. And so the two biggest things that I knew that over the last couple of years I wanted to improve was my personal health and then also my personal real estate sales production. And so what I looked at was, okay, if I want those two things to happen every day before anything else, I've got to get up earlier, and I've got to be completely laser-focused on getting those two tasks out of the way. Uh, you know, those big, big rocks um, that you've got to, you know, there's a, a couple different coaches that say swallow those rocks or, you know, eat those frogs. I've heard that, that uh, mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're eating those frogs early and get them out of the way, no one else can mess with you. You can open up your email later in the, in the morning and you'll find the same fires to put out that you would own if you opened them up first. If you get up early and get that workout out of the way, Science has proven to us that that means you are, your brain is functioning at a higher level. You are actually uh, burning calories at a higher rate for a longer period of time. You're more efficient once you actually get into the office. Stress management, time management, um, it all becomes a lot easier. So I started getting up at 5 and 5.30 in the morning. Um, I know people that are doing it even earlier than that. Uh, I meditate. I do some uh, visualization of what I want my day to look like. And then I get to it. I get to the gym, and then I get right to the office or to a quiet space, and I do my lead generation. Uh, I focus on building new business and creating new connections 
And then I go into the rest of my day because there will always be, no matter who you are, no matter what your personal situation is, something that is going to get in the way of you making more money, you getting healthy, because that's just the way life works. Um, you know, I've got a sick parent right now. I'm, you know, working on getting, uh, you know, their situation a little bit better. Everybody's got a family or, or friends that have got things going on in their world. They've got pets. They've got babies. There's just so many things going on in our lives that you have to time block and say, this is my time to do this. But if you put it off till later in the day or say, yeah, I'll get to it. I'm going to move it to this hour. It's not going to happen. And so you've got to have control over that protected time where it's one-on-one, you and your phone or however else you're going to lead generate, one-on-one, you and that gym or whatever your focus is early in the morning. I know people that are living into the meditation part of their morning, the visualization part, the scribing. All of this comes from that book, The Miracle Morning. So really rereading Rich Dad, Poor Dad about financials, rereading The Miracle Morning were game changers for me where I'm realizing, I think I'm doing okay. You know, you say, okay, Nick, you're, you're getting some awards. You got the certificates to slap on your wall, but are you really creating a positive impact and is your life under control, not even control, but under control. And I look mm-hmm. at it and I go, I don't think any, I don't think any of this stuff is in line. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't deserve some of this stuff. And what I do get that I might deserve, it's really messy getting there. And a lot of other quote unquote high features I talk to are in the same boat where we're like, okay, we're here, we're making money, but this is a mess. This doesn't feel right. And so that was a big mindset shift. Mm. Um, the second mindset shift was we've seen so much disruption in the real estate industry over the last couple of years, new players coming into the game, stock market money coming into the game, a lot of, you know, quote unquote disruption. But we've always had disruptors and we always will. I welcome the opportunity to see into the disruptor end of the game because I see some of my competitors really getting flustered and I go, what is my value proposition? And my value proposition is education, bringing value to consumers, making it a little fun in the process. And so we as an office sat down and we looked at, you know, how can we long-term put systems in place so we are always providing value? Um, we took a really good look at our CRM. Every entrepreneur needs a great CRM. Our CRM went through a major overhaul over the last 18 months, where now it syncs directly with our phone, so there's no double data entry. That was huge for us. Um, we looked at how much information do we really have about the people in our phone. Open up your phone, and a lot of us will see Larry the painter. Well, Larry has a last name. Larry has a mm. email address. Larry has a cell phone number. That's That shouldn't be too hard to get. But Larry's got a birthday. Larry's probably got social media accounts. Larry has a home address where you should be able to send Larry a personal birthday card really try to build people up and beyond the conversation of buy with me, sell with me, no matter what business you're in, there's a, there's a, whether it's a service or a product, you, you don't want to always just be asking for something. You want to be able to give them something and make it a value. So we created four key areas that we are creating value. First one, personal finance. Everybody wants to make more money, save more for retirement, uh, save on taxes, and we looked at it and go, my gosh, a lot of our clients, they bought one piece of property, but, you know, they forgot to file their homeowner's exemption. They haven't appealed their property taxes. They're not saving in their 401k or it's not being used the most effectively. They don't have the right insurance. Wow, we're all kind of a mess. So we said personal finance has got to be a focus. Health and wellness is our second focus because we looked at it and said, wow, okay, everybody wants to get healthier. Everybody wants to live longer. Everybody wants to eat better. 
what can we do to help? So we brought in nutritionists. We've had uh, fitness classes free for our clients, building up our database to say, hey, this is not just about real estate. This is about your quality of life because it's all inter interchangeable. It is all interrelated between those focuses. So those were our first two focuses. Then we looked at community, charity and community. There's a lot of, no matter where you live, big city, small town, a lot of people in need and a lot of neighborhoods that need some love. And so we said, we want to go back into the community, pick a charity at a time, a neighborhood at a time, and, and create some value and some energy. And so that is our third focus, charity and community. And finally, we are a real estate brokerage, so we went back to the basics and we said, we have done so many home buyer seminars, that is, that, you know, that's the, that's the baseline. That's like sending a monthly e-newsletter. If you can't handle that, you probably don't want to be an entrepreneur. If mm -hmm. you, you know, can't handle doing a simple seminar, you know, you may not want to be in a business that's supposed to provide value. So we looked at it and said, where else with the real estate space can we provide value? Is it credit repair? Is it um, how to stage your house for success in selling it? Um, you know, how to leverage your existing property to buy more property? Really going beyond that first-time homebuyer seminar that I think is such a fallback for most of us brokers. And uh, we have just had such an exciting time, a fun conversation with our database getting deeper, not just wider, but deeper and saying, hey, we are your real estate brokerage of choice. We've got some great things for you. And uh, that's just the way Exit has always rolled. Um, we are a company that provides value to our agents in different ways. Um, our office, I think the last time we talked, we were about to launch our healthcare uh, policy. So we have a group health insurance policy that our, that our agents can opt into and, and pay into. Um, our residual bonus structure, which is a feature of Exit Realty International, is about to cross the $3 million in residual bonuses generated, Mark. That is a huge wow. impact. Yeah, huge impact on the realtor community uh, within Exit. And, and we're just we're seeing some massive results. And so that's uh, the, the Exit Realty International 2020 word is impact, and I love that. But my 2020 word is joy. And I looked at my 2019, and, you know, it's, it's fun, Adam. You and I follow each other on social media, and I'm always impressed by the content you put out and the value you provide, speaking of value. And I looked at my 2019, and I go, well, that was a lot. But was it fun? Was it fun for anybody else either? <laughs> because I'd, I'd run into these events, and I'd speak at an event, and, you know, my suitcase would be dropping out, you know, pamps, and my phone would be ringing for the next thing. And, you know, I, I didn't spend enough time with my family, and I'm going, this was a lot, but it was, I don't think it brought joy to anybody. So right here at my desk, I'm standing up at my standing desk. I got them for uh, all of us that work at Exit, um, the staff. We love them. And I'm standing here staring at my 2020 word, joy. That's all it is, the word joy. And how I'm going to bring joy to the people around me this year is I'm going to manage my time better. And the first month, this has been a lot of fun doing it. I've actually had a fun month um, of time blocking and saying, you know what? I've got this time I'm going to be lead generating, so then I've got this time to calmly coach agents where the phone is turned off. I'm going to have this time to calmly and, and, and really be present, talk to my clients and educate them or help them through a problem when it is time to put out the fire every day because there's always a fire to put out. And, and then it's just going, wow, I'm not sure yet if I'm 100% relaxed, but I am bringing some joy and I'm having some joy doing things in a more structured manner because of time management. So I think a lot of people hear the word time management or time blocking and they go, oh, or they've read the Miracle Warning book and they go, that's not for me. I would implore your audience, try it again. 
Uh, try it again. Uh, there is a, a lot of study on habit, and uh, there's another book uh, out that we're reading right now called The Power of Habit. And in The Power of Habit, it discusses it takes two to three weeks to really get a habit to stick. Uh, it'll be a really uncomfortable two to three weeks, but all of a sudden, your mind is going to shift. And one of the things that I got off track on last year was the birthdays. Um, I, I got a lot of joy out of bringing uh, people little birthday gifts and sending them little, little notes in the mail, and I get such a huge response. People say, Nick, oh, my gosh, my grandma didn't even send me a birthday card this year. She wrote on my Facebook wall. You're the only person that sent me something in the mail. Thank you. And, you know, I hear from people that I haven't heard from in a long time. And it's, I, got, I loved it, and somehow I got off track. And I said, I have got to do this again, but rather than just say I'm going to do it or put it on my business plan, I'm going to time block for it. I'm going to force myself back into this habit. What do you know? January 1st, I started it. And, you know, I wake up now, and it's part of my earlier morning routine. All of a sudden, it's just natural again. And it, and it, and it fit right back in. I was not naturally a morning person. A lot of the people I mm-hmm. coached were not either. And now it's, I feel uncomfortable if I don't get up early. My body is telling me to get up early, even if I didn't get enough sleep, which I'm still working on the sleep part. But, um, Man. It's, uh, there's just uh, so many cool ways that you can, you know, improve your world and the world around you. And uh, the first time we talked, we talked a lot about, you know, business planning and things like that and, and, mm-hmm. and making money. And I think that this new decade caused me to pause at the end of last year and really think and redo my vision board and, and look at my business plan and go, is this all in line or is this just all stuff thrown against the wall because it sounds good? And uh, yeah. I took some stuff out. I, I, I replaced some other things, streamlined, and, and it's, a, it's a fun time to be in the real estate business, and it's, uh, it's good to catch up with you. I'd love to, you know, love to talk further. Awesome. And, Nick, uh, definitely great catching up with you, and, love, uh, lo- and I'll continue to follow. And, yes, you are bringing joy, so keep doing what you do out there. I love it, and uh, keep up the great work. And so if somebody's listening to this and they do want to connect with you um, to learn more about uh, Exit Strategy Realty, um, what's the best route for them to do that? The best route, follow me on social media, and I'll follow you back. We'll connect there. I do a lot of talking and, and sharing and interacting. On all social media, it's the same screen name everywhere. Uh, it is at Nick Leibert, so that's my first name, N-I-C-K. My last name is L-I-B as in boy, E-R-T. So at Nick Leibert on all social media. Uh, we'd love to interact with you, add, add you guys, and, uh, and have some good conversations and hold each other accountable. That's a fun part of social media. It can really be a healthy part of it. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, hey, Nick, really appreciate you coming back on the show, and it's uh, been great to catch up with you. Looking forward to our 2021 episode next year, see what we want to talk about then. But uh, for now, hey, it's really been great catching up. And to the audience, always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had some fun listening. We sure did have fun uh, making this episode for you. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, Money Matters Top Tips, uh, leave us some comments in the comment section. Let us know how you deal with time management and what some of your goals are in 2020. Love to interact and talk with you there, so uh, leave us some comments on the video. And uh, Nick, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, appreciate you, Adam, what you're doing too. Thank you. Thank you.